There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with your hosts, Mike Sauter and Jacob Padilla. Hi, everyone. Welcome into a virtual edition of Nebraska Preps Post Game this week. Mike Sauter, Jacob Padilla in studio. I am not, clearly. Um, but a lot went down. A lot went down, I guess, in the last week of high school basketball and just high school sports in general. We are recording, as we always do on Monday. Uh, this is December 11th and have some breaking news, I guess, just a few minutes ago, uh, about 30 minutes ago. Millard North announced the hire of their new football coach, Alan Burrell. Coach Burrell comes over from Mount Michael, where he spent two seasons as the head football coach. Prior to that, he was at Creighton Prep uh, for a handful of years. And before that, he was uh, spent some time with Coach Petito at Millard North. So he's very familiar with the building in Millard North, et cetera. So he uh, will bring a different uh, energy, I guess, and, and a totally different uh, playing style to Millard North. They will throw it around. They will spread it out. Um, they will be more aggressive on offense, something that Millard North has not seen for a long time. So um, actually talk to Coach Burrell. You can find more on uh, from him and, and what he um, his thoughts are on the job. And, and he credits Coach Petito for a lot of his success. Um, on nebpreps.com, there's a nice story with some quotes from him and and uh, uh, part of the press release, I guess, that they sent out this morning at Millard North. So, got that out of the way. Let's move on to basketball. Actually, you know what? One one quick thing, Jacob, I want to hit on. I know we mainly talk about basketball, but I want to talk wrestling a little bit. Big news: Cade Ziola from Omaha. Yeah, he is the first ever Nebraskan to win the Ironman. Uh, tournament an an individual championship at the Ironman tournament it is the one of if not the uh, most prestigious high school wrestling tournaments in the country Um, the Nebraska commit I guess uh, dominated his competition throughout the all every match he wasn't really close so first ever Nebraskan to win the Ironman which is quite a feat um, so I wanted to, to give that shout out to him real quick before we move on to basketball. Yeah. Big commitment for coach Manning there, keeping him home. That happened recently. So yeah, pretty, pretty good stretch for him, uh, <laughs> in his college and then going and winning that tournament. So yeah, that's good he, to- he will, we will have him on Mike Chuck, our, our wrestling podcast. We will have him on. We're actually going to record something 
later today. So look for the first episode of Mike Check for this season um, coming up with with uh, Cade Ziola. So that'll that'll be fun. Yeah, all kinds of plugs today start off the show, but some good topics to get out of the way first. Now on to hoops because man, it was a wild one. You were unfortunately uh, stuck at home watching by the streams, but good news is you got to see a, a lot of this stuff um, <laughs> um uh yeah so in class a we'll start there uh teams ranked one two four eight and ten in our coaches bowl all took losses last week the, the the ones in the top five are the most notable there um because the eight and ten also lost to other ranked teams but um yeah that was it was a wild week uh it, and we we knew it would be we talked about how big these matchups were early in the season and now kind of the schedule lightens up as we, we move into this week but um i think we have to start off with the the new number one uh miller north mm -hmm. uh improves to four and oh with an 85 74 win at bellevue west on thursday and uh the story there was a 16 to 2 run uh, in the fourth quarter for Miller North. And the other story there was Derek Rollins. Yeah. He was an absolute monster. Finished with 31. 26 of those came after halftime. He had 15 in the third quarter and 11 in the fourth. Um, mm -hmm. Just did everything. It was scoring uh, from all over the court. Hit four threes. Um, he uh, nine boards, uh, three blocks. Just their second half was unbelievable. Um, just really impressive showing from Miller North. Uh, Elijah Geth was awesome as well. Scored 22, um, hit some big time shots there. Five boards, three assists, no turnovers. Uh, and then Neil Mosser added 14 points without hitting a three. Did all his work around the basket and from the free throw line uh, and five boards and five assists there. Yeah, he had um, Eli back and healthy certainly kind of changes the game a little bit for Millard North. You know, the one thing about Millard North, and, and yes, Derek Rollins was pretty, that's a pretty dominant performance, knowing the Bellevue West bigs that he went against and their athleticism and that, he was killer. Like, he was awesome. Um, so maybe, well, I don't even know if I go with the best performance of the week, but it was pretty good. We'll get to more of that, but um you know Eli coming back and and you know missed some time missed uh the first game of the year and now he's back healthy certainly helps thing with Millard North is they have four of their five starters return and and if you look at it like maybe the one guy that didn't return maybe if you had to guess of the five probably was the most replaceable um and and grander um uh, why can't I think of his name um uh, number one uh yeah. You got it, Jacob. I know. Uh, you got it. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Grant Urbanic is. Grant Urbanic. Yeah. Grant Urbanic has filled in extremely well. He's been awesome for Millard North so far. He's super athletic. So they return everybody. And I, I don't know. Like I saw something about um, their expectations were low or something from the outside. I'm like, I don't know who was saying that because nobody was saying that. Yeah. Um, I think that's just, you know, fake motivation or something. I, I don't know. That's wild. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they returned four or five starters, their top three. It just, yeah, it was just crazy. Anyway. Um, yeah. Sorry. You caught me off guard. Cause I was trying to pull up this stat. Uh, so story of the game there, second half for Miller North, 52 points on 19 of 23 shooting four six from three, 10 and 13 from the free throw line. 
they rebounded two of those misses and scored uh, eight assists or, uh, and five turnovers. So the Mustangs scored on 25 of their 32 second half possessions. Yeah, that's incredible. Just, and uh, obviously, Bellevue West is a different team from last year, but that's a team that prides themselves on, that's a program that prides themselves on their defense. Mm-hmm. And they just had no answers in that game. And, so. and Bellevue West, hey, like, they'll be fine. Yeah. Like, they're, they're not going anywhere. And, and we, I guess we can talk about it now, but like, Class A is the, the top seven, eight, nine, you maybe go to 10 can all beat each other on any given night. It's going to be a wild ride this year, both on the boy side and the girl side too. But like you have, you know, you could rattle off depending on the night, anybody could lose. So it's going to be fun to kind of follow. It'll be a headache for coaches. I talked to a handful of coaches uh, yesterday and over the weekend, and they were like, we like, we know we're pretty good, but so is everybody else. And, it just depends on the night. Like if you don't show up every night, it's going to be a problem for people. So it's, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Class A is, is uh, uh, super competitive this year. And there isn't a clear cut favorite right now. I would say Miller North clearly gets that nod right now. And we'll see you in the Metro holiday tournament uh, bracket comes out hopefully you know, today. Um, but we'll see when that happens. But it, it, it does look very much so like it's going to be pretty balanced uh, from just who wins every night. Yeah. And like you said, taking care of business, that just has to be the theme this week because I don't believe there are any ranked matchups in class. Yeah, yeah the schedule really kind of flipped from yeah, they, the first two weeks. It kind of lightened up. It started real hot. And um, there were a couple of coaches I talked to that were kind of like, geez, like out of the gate. This yeah. is pretty tough. And you know, you also look at it though. Traditionally, the OPS Jamboree has been really tough. Yeah. This year, not so much. So I think the person that built the schedule uh, maybe did that on purpose. I guess so is what I'll say. That's what a lot of people are saying anyway. Not me, but um, I've heard that from from a handful of people about the yeah. schedule. So now it does lighten up. A couple of matchups there's there's only a handful that are kind of in that vein i guess and um i don't even know if we're going to record next week we'll have you know have some time but we probably will we can talk about it there's some big ones next week but this week it looks like you know southwest and omaha north is three and one um they play each other on thursday then the big brian omaha brian and omaha central matchup is a big one that's a big it's a rivalry game um if you look you know like traditionally i guess if you will when coach gully was playing and all those guys it was a, a they were pretty had some pretty good games against each other so yeah. that one at central should be a packed pretty packed environment yeah and we thought we'd see that in the opus jamboree final and then westview pulled the upset um in, in the semifinal. so now we get to see it anyway so it worked out well um yeah. still get those matchups that way but yeah. um yeah miller north uh 74 57 at, at lincoln east double double for Derek rollins Mosser 15, uh, hit three threes, uh, Gath 11 and five assists, all 10 players, uh, or 10 different players scored. Um, so like you said, taking care of business, that's what they did in the second game. Uh, Omaha Westside, the other one that pulled off, a, well, three of them, I guess, pulled off and up. We'll talk about the next one here in a minute, but 
um, Westside 77-74 uh, against Gretna on Friday, and it was an unbelievable game. That, that game was fantastic. I watched the whole thing. It yeah. was like a basketball person's dream. It wasn't shootout. Yeah, and not not a lot of fouling. Kids yeah. making big shots. Pace was fantastic. It was awesome to watch. I mean, it was awesome. Gretna shot 53% from the field with 10 threes and lost. lost. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's because that's because Westside shot 60% from the field and from three. 12 threes. Yeah, it was unreal. Just all the, the shot making from all over the court. Um, and I mean, Gretna got 49 from the, their two senior guards and uh, Landon Pekorski and Alex Wilcoxon. Um, but in the end, Westside just got a, had a little bit more balance. They had four starters and double figures. Uh, their bench um, combined for 15 points and five threes um, hit, hit some big shots in the third and fourth quarter there for those guys. Um, you had uh, Kevin Stubblefield led the way 19 points on eight, 11 shooting CJ Mitchell at 18 on six and nine shooting. Those guys were five for five from three between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ricky Lofton at 15 Caleb Benning had 10 points and five assists uh, and Defensively, kind of slowed down Pekorski a little bit uh, after a hot start. Um, but then Wilcoxon got going. So yeah. uh, I talked with Coach Simons afterwards. He said kind of adjusted their defense, a switch a little less than they had because of how much Pekorski was hurting them. Mm-hmm. And in turn, that made it tougher for them to keep track of Wilcoxon. And he got some open looks. Had three threes and a three-point play in the fourth quarter. And actually, um, they had a chance. Um to go for the lead. They, they got a stop in the final minute. Wilcoxon got a clean look from three in transition, just didn't go down. And then Westside kind of held on. Gretna's shot at the buzzer was kind of a double clutch. They defended it really well. Um, so yeah, huge, huge win there for Westside. And they also had to go to Kearney. Um, yeah, the very next, that's a tough, like, yeah, around Friday night to out yeah. to Kearney on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and but they got it done 58 53 they were up 34 21 at halftime and held on in the second half and again it's their offensive balance double field 15 mitchell 14 lofton 12 um and defensively they they did a good enough job on everybody not named ben johnson to get the win johnson had 31 uh in that game but uh his second half his second half was Awesome. I watched the whole game. His second half, he started slow, but man, he got it going in the second half. Ben Johnson did. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about Carney in a minute here, but um, yeah. So Westside new number two, and uh, they got Oman Northwest this week. So I think they'll be staying at number two. Uh, Number three is Bellevue West. That's where they dropped um, after the first loss uh, in a very long time. Mm, Uh, Thirty-one games. yeah. Yeah. So. And dropped that 11 point game to, to Miller North. They lost the fourth quarter 26 to 14. Um, they got 18 points and four steals from Eldon Turner. Jane Castillo Jensen played really well at an efficient 14. Steven Polichek had 12. Um, but uh, Jane Jackson did not score in the second half. So yeah. credit to Miller North for really uh, defending him well. Finished with 11 points all in the first half. So that was a big key for that game, is they just couldn't quite get him going again. Um, meanwhile, Rollins took over, um, was the best player on the court. Um, but credit to WS, they bounced back, had to go to Pius, uh, which is not, uh, not an easy game there no. on, on Saturday and won that 67, 60, um, they were, and coming off the loss had a rough first quarter as well. They were down 22, 14 after the first, 
Um, but they outscored Pius 42 to 27 in the second half. And Steven Porchuk led the way, 19 points, hit four threes. Uh, and Robbie Garcia had 17 points and six boards. Um, so good job by those guys to rally to get back uh, on track there to, to pull out a, a win against uh, another ranked team there on the road. Yeah. And then finally, the other uh, big upset this week. Uh, Happy improved, old South. Yep. Improved to 4-0. Um, with a pair of really nice wins that basically was all Bryson Ball. Uh, yeah. Dude, so, okay, he. You it? You're probably gonna go, but I'm, I'm gonna go on this. So, yeah. I watched. I watched the game Friday. He was tremendous. I mean, deep threes, uh, seven fourteen from three in that game against Prep in that win. The Prep game and the the Prep Papio South game and the Gretnam. West side game were basically opposites, um, yeah. kind of slow and methodical and didn't hit a lot of shots early and stuff is like, as far as pace of play, it just wasn't there. But Bryson ball is averaging in four games, 27.8 points, 11.3 rebounds. He's shooting 49% from three and 51% from just overall field goals. That is insane. Like, and two assists, two steals, two blocks. Yeah. Two games last week, 68 points, 14 to 25 from three, 30 rebounds, and four blocks. And it wasn't like he, he wasn't playing bad teams. He played, right. yeah, up the first one against Creighton Prep, second one against Lincoln North Star, who's shorthanded right now, and they're young, but they've got some good players. So right. um, it wasn't like he was just doing this against nobodies. Uh, North Star was beating them at halftime thoroughly dominant performance uh so starting with that prep game a 18 11 first quarter and then they just held on the rest of the way mm-hmm. um and mentioned ball had 33 points 15 boards uh nobody else re- i mean i think reese kircher got in double figures both these games but it was like 12 10 points and nobody else was right. it really was ball uh, almost entirely there um so that was a big win for papia south they followed up 60 47 against north star uh, they were down 29 20 at half yeah. Um. And rallied forty to eighteen in the second half. And ball finished with thirty five. Uh, hit it seven of eleven from three. Uh, like I said, fifteen boards. Um. Just, just an unreal performance by that guy. Um. Over this last week. Yeah. He. You know, it started in the summer. He got gained a lot of confidence playing in, against some really good opponents and some had some big games. And now he's just backing it up. I mean, he's. Um. Man, he's he's awfully good. And to know that he is the guy you gotta stop and yep. you can't is something that's a little like wow. I mean, he was seven of fourteen from three against prep. Yeah. And and prep, then, prep defends you yeah, like yeah. prep knows how to guard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he was he was pretty dang impressive. I mean, that's it's just it's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, you were sending me updates. I was checking my phone at the West Side game. I was like, "Oh boy, what's 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 going on here?" Uh, yeah, just unreal performance. So that's a guy. Definitely, uh, you're just a fan of high school basketball. Probably want to get out to uh, a couple of Papio South games this year just to see him play. Mm-hmm. Um, so great start for them. They got Buena Vista and Elkhorn South this week. Um, Gretna again, uh, thriller with West Side and bounce back, ninety three seventy eight at uh, Lincoln Northeast. Down five at halftime and then scored 52 in the second half. Hmm. Uh, Pekorski, 23 points, nine assists, seven boards. Uh, Alec Wilkins, 23 points. Uh, uh, 
Alex Wilcoxon, 16, um, six assists, four steals. Joey Veith, 14 points, uh, nine, uh, six rebounds, four assists. So, um, yeah, n- I, don't, I don't know that Coach Hurd uh, would be thrilled with uh, their defensive performance in that game, especially coming after Friday night. But offensively, they certainly um, put on a show. Uh, so, um, and, and six prep after the loss. Uh, they had Torn Carter Brown at 20 points, uh, efficient 20 points in that game. He's going to have to a nice start there as a sophomore for yeah. that point guard spot. And then they need, that's what they need. They need yeah. a point guard to kind of go with their bigs there a little bit. They need more from Trinnell Parker, too. Yeah, he had a, he had a quiet piece. week after a really strong performance previous week. Um, Dylan Clawson had 17 and 11, but I think Parker had four, four points in that loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then they uh, beat uh, Lincoln Southeast by 15 on the road on Saturday. So bounce back 15 and 11 from Clawson. Uh, Carter Brown, 12 points, five assists, five boards. Um, Carson Jones played uh, much better, and Caleb Jesu also played much better than they did uh, against Papio South. So that that was um, that was a key for them getting that win. Brian, uh, last Monday we talked about uh, the OPS Jamboree final. They took care of business pretty emphatically there, six six forty nine against Westview. Westview couldn't even get shots up. They uh, they were credited with 11 blocks. I had them with even a few more than that. Mm. Um, Westview shot 35% from the field. And Amari Bynum, 23 points, 13 uh, boards, and three blocks. He uh, followed that up with 20 points, 12 boards, and two blocks uh, against Omaha South in a 39-point uh, uh, win there. And he has had 19 or more points, 10 or more rebounds, and two or more blocks in each of his first four games this year. So... Another guy that's uh, tearing it up, having a great start to the yeah, season. Yeah, he is so skilled, man. He is so good. <laughs> like his future is so bright. It is. Uh, he's, you know, he's gonna need to find some shades to wear because it is real bright out there. It is real bright. I mean, he is so talented. Um, I'd be interested. The the central matchups interesting because yeah. they can throw a bunch of bigs at him, right? Big physical, yeah. strong guys. Maybe they get a Newsome just lower into him. It, the central matchup, it'll be a grind for him and, and for Brian to score um, because that gym's going to be – it's going to be packed. It's going to be loud. And Coach Chubbick, they know how to defend people. So um, I'm not sure they can score. The score might be in the 40s or 50s on that one. But, uh, you know, it, it, it'll be – that one will be the toughest test for him so far um, this year will be Friday night. Yep. Um, Carney, uh, we, we mentioned the loss to, to uh, Westside, but uh, shout out to Jacob Weber. Uh, yeah. 30 points, school record, nine threes on 14 attempts uh, in a 73-38 at Lincoln High. Uh, so barely, it hasn't been here long, but already setting records there. So thing with him, they need him to be consistent. Need yeah. A little bit more, just a sophomore, he's kind of figuring out, but um, like if they can get him and Ben Johnson rolling at the same time, that's when they'll be tough. But, yeah, the, uh, the class A physicality and kind of playing, it, it's different than what he's used to. Yeah. Um, used a little more free flowing and kind of not as much, I guess, um, in your face kind of defense type stuff. A little bit different kind of mentality for him. He's got to fight through that. He does need to get a little tougher, bigger, stronger, all those things. He knows it. Um, but he can really shoot the ball. He's capable of it, but he's got to be consistent. And his two in the two games against the two best teams he's played yep. he hasn't done much. So um, needs to be a little more consistent again, just a sophomore. So no need to throw all that bunch of pressure on him, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But 
clearly the upside is there as he showed mm-hmm. uh, in that game. Uh, so Southwest there at nine. Brayden Frager has had a terrific start to the season. Um, they they beat Grand Island and Millard South. Um, two double-digit wins there for them. Frager had 18 uh, in the Grand Island game, had um, 19 in the Millard South game, been pretty efficient. Um, he's either shooting the three ball well or when he's not, he's uh, doing a good job of getting to the basket and scoring that way. So um, great start season for him. They're three and one. Um, and you mentioned uh, Omaha North on Thursday. And then finally, Pius, the, just the one game against Bellevue West last week. Um, Trace and Anderson, another double-double, 18 and 13. Um, but uh, they shot 37% from the field as a team and four, 17 from three. So that's not going to get it done against Bellevue West. The one uh, game, interesting game this week that we didn't mention is Bellevue West is playing uh, Totino Grace uh, yeah. from, from Minnesota in yeah. an out-of-state event. Um, yeah. so, in Minneapolis, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, looking ahead to B, or moving on to B real quick, uh, some some noteworthy uh, results there. Uh, Creed took care of business um, against yeah. Beatrice and Grand Island Northwest, um, both 20-plus um and their schedule doesn't get any harder this week so we'll have to wait a little bit until we see how good crete truly is but they're sitting there at four no um elkhorn the new number two climbing up from number four um because of a 64 54 win uh against norris yeah it was a good game watch a little bit of that it was a good game peterson man he's gonna be an impactful guy for elkhorn if he keeps it going like he he, he had a mat about six blocks against norris he, he He's a really good player. Like, he's going to be huge for them. 14 points, nine boards, five blocks. And, yeah, like you said, great rim protector, which isn't something a lot of teams in Class B have. Uh, six, seven or so long arms. Um, really good timing on, on his blocks there. So he's going to he's gonna be tough for a team in Class B to deal with. And they got 12 points from Colin Comstock. They got uh, 10 points from Charlie Lamsky. I got nine points each from uh, Luke Howard and Nixon Farmer. So, Really good balance for them uh, against a good Norris team. Um, Norris is number four this week. Uh, they dropped uh, uh, one spot. Um, but I was at Norris on Tuesday um, for another shootout uh, against Wahoo. And last week, I had, I saw three fantastic games last week. Um, and then I, I guess I also saw the OPS Jamboree final. But that <laughs> one wasn't quite as... Uh, uh, competitive as the other three but yeah norris wahoo just fantastic game um marcus glock had 35 for wahoo 11 and 13 from the free throw line uh it was tight throughout but uh norris just made some huge plays in the fourth quarter josh bornschlegel did not score in the first half missed all of his four of his shots second half um hit some huge made some huge plays hit a big three had a kind of the go-ahead bucket in the inside uh, around the basket after they got an offensive rebound. Um, so it just made some huge plays there, and they got really good contributions from everybody there. Um, Barrett Bosiger, five threes at 19 points. Um, Evan Greenfield as a freshman, 16 points at six and seven shooting off the off the bench. Um, hit some clutch free throws, six boards, three assists. Had some huge plays against Wahoo's zone. Got the ball where it needed to go. He's a guy that you're going to want to keep an eye on um, over the next three plus years here because uh, he, he's already off to a great start for them. Um, they didn't know, like, was he going to be in the rotation? Like, they knew he'd, he'd suit varsity right away, but they weren't quite sure where he would be in that mix. And he's steadily, game to game, um, kind of worked his way into more playing time and has produced for them. 
And then Chris Gardner Jr., 14 points, seven boards, four assists. But I mentioned Born Struggle, 10 points, eight rebounds, four assists. Alex Small at nine points, seven assists, six rebounds. So there's a lot of impact players for them. Um, but again, could only muster 54 points against Elkhorn. So they fall to three. Scott is uh, there at number three. Um, they uh, beat Gross 71 48 in their only win last week. And now they are playing a couple of teams from Iowa uh, in an event. Um, Tyson Event Center in Sioux City. They had to go up. You know, no one wants to play Scott in Class B for some reason. Yep. They have to go find games everywhere else because everyone's scared of them or something. I don't know what's going on, but um, yeah, they're in Sioux City all week. They get uh, South Sioux City on Tuesday, and then they've got the Grandview Christian and MOC Floyd Valley from Iowa in that event uh, over the weekend. So it's crazy. Like, get over yourself, Class B people. Just like you know, I just that's just my. I'm gonna, yeah. I can soapbox for what a little bit, but I'm not gonna. Yep, uh, Ron Colley, uh took on a couple of C1 teams and split. They they beat Boys Town, but then lost in overtime to number one in C1 and uh, Omaha Concordia there. Um, so they're still sitting there at five at two and one. Scotts plus four and zero. Um, they've only played one Nebraska team thus far. They played three teams in three days last mm-hmm. week. Um, three Wyoming teams uh, and took care of business against all three there. So few different guys um i mean nate kelly i think had a big game in the last one they had riley meininger uh, had a had a good game in the first one um carter isaac's had a big so they've had a, a few different guys kind of step up and lead them so far this season uh, bennington at seven uh hastings at eight hastings okay. climbs into the the rankings there after uh, a win over blair who also climbs in at number 10 bennington's win bennington's win can, pretty convincing win over elkhorn north kind of dropped yeah. them Dropped Elko North outs the mid room. Yep. So yeah, there. but yeah, Hastings off to a three no start. Um, uh, they, they, like I said, mentioned they beat Blair. That's a good win for them, and now they get um Elkhorn North and then uh Grand Island in the uh Tino's Holiday event. Yeah, the Holiday Heartland Holiday Class, which is um Saturday, out in Hastings all day. Um, should be a a fun event. It's always matchups look actually pretty good so i think uh elkhorn north i think goes back out there too yeah yeah uh yeah and mount michael is there at number uh, nine at three and two so um that's a top 10 class b the kind of the only the only notable change uh in the lower classes is we have a new number one in d2 because why not lost uh 52 47 to yeah guardian angel central catholic there which allowed Shelton to to climb up to to yeah. number one there, and it moved GACC up um, in in uh, D one right, um, moved GACC up uh, into the top ten, which they were receiving votes before that. All right, so um, yeah, go ahead and check out the the coaches poll for the rest of the rankings there, um, kind of see which teams are off to a great start. I'll close this out with uh, some shout-outs this week. Uh, and we start with Shelton, uh, the new number one there in D2, because senior Riley Bombeck, and he's been putting up numbers for a very long time and had another great week, no surprise there. Uh, in their first game, 24 points, 50% shooting, 11 boards, five offensive, four assists, four steals in a 68-35 win against Pleasanton. Followed that up with 31 points on 13-17 shooting, hit all four of his threes, seven boards, eight assists, four steals, and a block in an 80-33 win against Kennesaw. So pretty uh, pretty good week uh, for that young man there. Um, 
Ralston Jr., Deacon Courtney, um, had 34 points on 14 to 18 shooting, hit a three, five of eight from the line, 17 rebounds, including five offensive, five assists, a steal, and three blocks in a 16-point win against Nebraska City um, to get uh, uh, the Rams their first win of the season. Um, York Jr., Ryan Houston, who had a triple-double and a loss last week. Um, I, he's, I believe he's leading uh, state in assists um last i looked there just uh in terms of max preps uh reporters there um 25 points 11 to 17 shooting 10 boards uh seven on the offensive end six assists two steals in a 13 point win at lexington and then finally uh guy we talked about last week uh parkview senior terrence Pittman, another huge game 30 points on 12 to 17 shooting four or five from three hit both his free throws had 10 rebounds eight assists three steals and a block in an 80-56 win against College View Academy. Um, so that's kind of my shout-out for this week. Uh, that That is the show. Um, we mentioned not a, not a whole lot, at least locally. Like some a lot of the best games are kind of out of state or like you mentioned, the, the event, uh, Tina's event out in Grand Island Saturday. I um, am heading to Tampa. You're out. Yeah, so I, I do not know uh, how much I'll get to see, if anything, this week. I definitely won't be at any games in person unless Nebraska loses on Thursday, and then maybe I'll find something Saturday. But um, we will uh, be back to discuss it at some point anyway. So um, Yeah, there's some good – I mean, there's some good – so Southwest, Omaha North, you mentioned, and then Bryan Central, and Auburn Freeman will be the first one to 32, uh, wins about 20, 32 to 29. So those are some good boys games. And we, you got those on your game of the week options there. So we'll get you back on the road this week uh, with you feeling better. Uh, sorry for the Donovan Trumbull and yeah. uh, St. Cecilia uh, group. Uh, we'll have to make that up eventually somewhere. Great start to the season for Donovan though. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're killing way. So um, yeah. All right. That'll do it for Nebraska preps post game. See you next week.